0: That podcast, Growlin is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. Ticket prices drop right before the game starts, and because GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, they're able to show you the best last-minute deals with prices up to 60% off. Look, the Bengals are playing. The Steelers next week, there's going to be Steelers fans everywhere. And you know it's going to be a huge game. Bengals fans don't want to see the team go to 0-11. They're going to be there. But the Game Time app is simple. It's quick and easy to navigate. So you can download the Game Time app in Google Play or App Store and score the best last minute deals, whether it's on this week's coming game against Pittsburgh or any game in the future. And you can get your tickets up to 60% off. Welcome to the latest, sad, depressing, awful edition of The Walkout. Uh, Paul Einer Jr., Jay Morrison of The Athletic are with you in, uh, what is this car, Jay? What are
1: we in here? It's a Jeep, but I don't know what, It's a, the Jeep is a make. I have no idea what the model is. I guess they're all, just a Jeep Jeep. It's a rental. Yeah, it's a rental.
0: It's a rental, uh, and it's, it's still intact despite uh, having spent a, some, a significant portion of the day inside of uh, Oakland. Uh, and going around some of its questionable parts, but still all in tech. And we're technically still in tech. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if we make it out. If we make it out all right, I feel like we're going to.
1: I, I feel, hope we're I, going
0: to. I feel, I feel. I'm. I'm confident at this point. The the Bengals made it out the same way they've made it out of each of the previous nine games before this one, and that is uh, with the latest L in hand. Um, today's had a little different feel to it. It was competitive and i think everybody did made enough plays to win the game except the quarterback the ryan finley was a disaster everybody else i thought actually did they ran the ball the defense got some stops they rushed the passer and but yet they lose 17-10 cuz they couldn't do much else
1: they couldn't they couldn't throw when they had to yeah, thirteen of thirty-one. I mean, you're not you're not you're not going to win a high school game throwing the ball like that, much less an NFL game. Uh, if if Andy Dalton plays this game, if they don't make that move, I think they win this game. I don't I don't say easily, but they win this game. Um, just Finley, he had the one big throw, the the third and nineteen, where he hit Tate for twenty. That was the play where it ended up with Tate getting uh, leaving the field on a on a stretcher, kind of a scary situation. Mm-hmm. But other than that, he. He, he missed some easy throws. He had some drops, the, the screen, the third down screen to, uh, to Geo that Geo dropped. It was, that was a crucial spot. And then the, the really curious one was that that kind of taking a deep shot on fourth and four where the game's kind of on the line. Yeah. And that was a low percentage throw, and it, it didn't work out. Um, so, yeah, he, he was the, the weak link today by fall. Well, him and John Jerry. We can't forget <laughs> let's not leave John out of this. <laughs> yeah. He did many things wrong.
0: I mean, Max Crosby has four sacks, and he pretty much had his way with whoever he was going to be lined up in front of and and for the most part, it was John Kerry, who he was just dismantling um and in some big spots to just drive killers and you know I mean, look i don't we don't need today's performance to know that John Jerry's probably not an n f l caliber left tackle. he has no real business being out there, but again this is this is sort of uh, i guess where we're at with things one one note on finley uh in, in you know when you look at this some people will look at this and be like oh okay he's he's terrible and and they made the bad decision, and he should never have been out there the What he did today was proof that they made. The right decision in the big picture. Cause you know why? You're gonna look, one of two things was gonna happen when you decided to start Ryan Finley. He'd be good, he'd win you some games, and give you some hope for the future potentially, and then you know you could have that guy maybe as your quarterback in the long run. He, he could tur- turn up to that guy. Or, he's what he was today, and terrible, and you lose games to assure that you will get a quarterback at the top of the draft, which they still have a one game lead on Washington to be the number one pick. Losing and losing this game for you is continues to clear the path to, to Joe Burrow to Townie Joe.
1: Yes, I mean if that that's it's it's not even a question anymore. Well, I, maybe it is. With the, the Tua injury that remains to see how to be seen how serious I, I, you that's be. you have to think that takes him out of the conversation. Yes, though. that's although does it. The, the Bengals love injured guys. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's their ideal pick now. Yeah, you're right. You're right.
0: Yeah, he, he would he would fit around. He would fit fit in around here with that fact. Uh, but I, I mean, that's just it. Finley was bad. They put him out here to see if he would be bad or if he would be good. And you you, you saw the arm strength issues. You saw the decision making issues. You saw all the things. That, that went on because they ran the ball today. I mean, Joe Mixon is running it at seven yards, a cliff. They're, you know, they're, they're running the ball effectively. They do seem in the last few weeks to have figured that out a little bit. They're running the ball. That should have taken all the pressure off of him you needed to. But then in the fourth quarter, you know, Paul Gunther in the Raiders defense just kind of says, I dare Ryan Finley to try to throw on us. He can't. And they can't, they can't, you know, whether it's receivers not be able to stretch the field vertically, not be able to get separation, or Ryan feeling not be able to connect down there, it wasn't happening, it didn't happen, and you lose
1: 17 to 10. You know how maddening that is for Bengal fans too. That probably think back to that 2015 wildcard playoff game where Paul Gunther would have just said, "I dare Ben Roethlisberger to throw it yeah. on us." <laughs> that, that game, that, ne- that meltdown never would have happened. Yeah, but yeah, it was, I mean, they they did run the ball really well. Four guys had rushes today, and all of them had at least one double digit run. Like Tyler Boyd had one run; it was for 10 yards. Uh, Joe had a 30. Gio had a 20. Um, uh, Finley had a 20-something yard. Yeah. He did play well. Wh- he made plays with his feet, which it's kind of like the Driscoll thing, where he's athletic, he can can do those kind of things, but he's he's not it's pretty clear he's not a long-term answer at quarterback.
0: And maybe he develops and, and, you know, asks after the game Zach Taylor sort of said yeah, no, he's he's still the guy. I mean, they're, they're going to give him the rest of the way to evaluate, although I do wonder if it continues to look like that. You just, hey, well, let's look at Jake Dologawa at this yeah. point. I mean, seriously, at what point does it not really matter if, if you know that this guy's not getting any better uh, maybe for the last couple of games or two just try somebody else who at least can wing it down the field or whatever, but anyway, I, you know, th- that's It's the numbers just keep piling up. Now you have 0 and 10, tied for the worst uh, in franchise history with the 93 Bengals. You've got the longest losing streak ever, ever in franchise history. They they stand alone now at 12. And you know, and guys, there. I mean, there there is still there does seem to still be fight and care amongst the team for whatever that's worth. Um, I mean, that's really all there is to hold on to anymore, is that you You don't see guys quitting. You do see them. I mean, there was even a point where, like, Je- Jesse Bates, who, by the way, has had a couple nice games. That, are, that was a really nice pick he had today. Yeah. Um, you know, they, he gets the pick, and they're, they're like, going to go and do some sort of swaggy pose. In the was was a like, black hole? I was like, please don't. That's really not a thing that anybody on this team right now needs to be doing. But, But... You know what? There, do you, but you saw like the explosions of energy from the sideline when those types of plays would happen. Like you, you do. I mean, and I'm only saying I would never say this in any other year. But when you're at 0 and 10, like this is what we're talking about. This is what you're analyzing. Right. I mean, you do still see that those positive signs from where they're at if that does anything for anybody that's listening to this that hasn't already you know thrown their phone out the window
1: yeah you talk about the explosions from the sideline i saw it too uh huber had a 56 yard punt and brandon wilson got down there and drilled the punt return as soon as he caught the ball and that was again it was the the sideline went crazy and these are these are pretty typical like standard plays but they they were doing everything they could to try to bring the energy and and, and I mean I think they felt it there there's so many games that they've been out of it and they were in this when in the fourth quarter and that you're right that the the fight's still there the want to is still there nobody's mailing it in you just you wonder if it's ever going to come because it's it's just not there I mean it's just not there they maybe the jets but the jets are playing Sam Darnold had four touchdowns today uh maybe that dolphins game is the lone hope for the dolphins a got win. a couple
0: of wins i mean but there you know who who knows uh Auden Tate does go down in this game, and it was a pretty scary scene. It was uh, about eight minutes. The gameplay stopped. They cleared the field, essentially. They brought the cart and stretcher out. Uh, I mean, it was like the most prototypical Auden Tate play. Somehow he comes down with the catch despite getting just destroyed on his neck. Um, The reports are that he is he boarded the plane, he got a neck brace on, but, you know, the tests sounds like they were negative and, and looks like he avoided a serious injury there but and, but I mean it was there were some really scary moments and that stuff is just it's really it, it's shaking for for players and like I, I just thought he's one of these guys that uh that the team I think does sort of rally around and point to of like man he's been He's been putting his body on the line all year, whether it be for catches or, you know, digging out safeties in the run game or whatever. And, and he's been one of the few bright spots and kind of been a warrior for them. And to see him hold on to that third and 19 ball while taking that hit was kind of the epitome of, I think, what Auden Tate has established
1: himself as for this team going forward, not just now, but into the future. And I, I mean, he is a seventh-round pick that has fought and clawed for the opportunity to play, and I, I do. I think he he has a lot of respect in that locker room, and I I wonder too if some of them remember Marvin's comment last year, where he said a, an answer in a press conference about why doesn't Tate play more, and he said seventh-round picks don't win you games, and yeah, right now he's he's one of the reasons that they they will win a game if they do win one, assuming that the neck injury isn't bad and he does get to play. And I do want to look it up. I haven't done it yet. But that that what I, I mentioned it earlier in this podcast, that was a 3rd-and-19 play they converted. I, I can't remember the last time the Bengals converted a 3rd-and-19 a or longer.
0: Was maybe the lone really good throw by Ryan Finley yeah. all day, yeah. to be honest with you. But anyway, good to hear that Tate is going to be okay. But I have a, a, a story up now, if you're listening to this on The Athletic, uh, talking to guys about kind of breaking down what those eight minutes are like for players, as they watch and think about it, and, and the moments when they went over and, and were able to, you know, say what say what's up to them, and like Damian Willis says, the first trip that he was Auden Tate's roommate, and uh, he said he, he cried because he's just like you know you just you you feel yourself getting so much closer to a guy, and then you realize when everything stops, like how brutal this game can be and how scary it can be. So uh, anyway, check out that story that, that is that is up going to be up on the site uh, here tonight. Jay and I have red eyes. That we're gonna be on. Jay has, a, Jay has a red eye where he's trying to see all 50 states in one trip. I think <laughs> the double connector. Yes. That's that's no way. That's no way to go. Oakland to Atlanta to Detroit to Cincinnati. <laughs> you can get close to seeing all of them. Uh, so, well, we will be back. Uh, we'll be back with you, of course, for the next podcast on Tuesday. Um, but, uh, until then, we are going to see if we can get back and still be functioning at the, uh, at the Zach Taylor press conference on, on Monday afternoon. We're doing our best for you. Teams 0 and 10. I feel like we're 10 and OJ.
1: Oh, we're at least 6 and 4. I'm three and one in the last four growler bets. That's important to mention. Yeah, it's very important to mention. (laughs) It was really close today. Our number
0: was 208. That is our dividing line, and it ended up 202 with Waller plus uh, Josh Jacobs total yards. So, congratulations to you. You You get to talk to Mark. I do. I'm excited that's to talk awesome. to Mark. Uh, I'm just going to try to make it not devolve into wrestling takes, which I know <laughs> always happens with Mark. So, uh, Anyway, you can wait for that. That will be on our on the Growler on our Thursday edition, which is the one that's behind uh, the paywall. Uh, but anyway, um, next week, here we go. Steelers, Steelers Week. We? Steelers guys oh, when you know the wind's coming, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, for Jay, I'm Paul. Uh, we will talk to you next time on podcast ground.